0: pancakes or waffles. Totally waffles. How beautiful the design is that? Hexagons are the best of What type of wildlife are you most afraid of?
1: I don't like birds. <laughs> <None> <laughs> Does of that them. count?
2: I have been called back to Christianity. What should I do next? What is the best advice you have for the next generation?
0: My best advice would be do not let anyone look down on you because you were young.
2: Hey everybody! Welcome to this special episode of the Live Change Podcast. Special, uh, it is special because we're going to be answering your questions. It's the Live Change Podcast Mailbag, where
0: we're going <laughs> to. Chad, you came out. <laughs> you, you, what's it called? No, keep going. Please you, let you, the you, letters fall from the hot. ceiling. That's that's coming I'm in like like hot. You, you're coming in I'm hot, excited. man.
1: I can tell.
2: I have been waiting twelve Mail episodes bag. for this episode. Episode. All right, good. So uh, I'm excited! You,
1: you just, just lost your pen excited. cap.
2: Yeah, I, I'm. I am. I'm that excited. Wow. All right, so, well then,
1: let's just go. So I don't even know what we're doing today. What are we well, doing? Well,
2: here's what's happening. Okay. So we uh, we asked our listeners. We asked the podcast listeners, those people that enjoy the podcast every week, and we said, "What do you want us to, to answer? What questions do you want the answers to?" And uh, they sent out. Uh, they sent in dozens and
0: dozens like, and like dozens existential of meaning of life questions. Yes. Oh, really? I was and, joking. And and questions that what's are. What's your favorite? Uh, pancakes or waffles? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so waffles. This is why you're Whoa. so excited.
2: So yeah. do you see how this is going to yeah. be fun? So um, let's start with that question. Uh, one oh, one on. listener wanted to know pancakes or waffles.
1: Waffles. Waffles.
2: Okay, now I just have to be a pancakes. I'm gonna to have
0: to say pancakes. Totally waffles. Waffles, uh, in the design. i How beautiful the design is that that, that in <laughs> it's the design of like honeycomb. Care. It is a little bit like a honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Hexagons are the bestagons. That's a YouTube video. Uh, anyways, the in oh, the design of a waffle are pockets to hold syrup.
1: Mm.
0: That's See, yeah, I that's don't like. Beautiful. I
1: don't do syrup.
0: Oh boy! What do you? How do I you prefer your like waffles?
1: I prefer like Nutella and fruit.
0: Oh, and kinda,
1: more of like a waffle taco. Okay. See,
0: okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Anything with waffle is Good,
2: that yeah, would be agreed. good. I'm gonna go with pancakes because one, I have to be obstinate. Two, I I feel like they're less work uh, to make. Waffles, like you got <sighs> one iron making them, but pancakes you can do like six at a time. Then you stack them, and it's nice. And there's no. I almost said there's no place like a waffle house for pancakes, but I'm pretty sure there's a pancake house. <laughs> there totally is.
0: <laughs> I've seen it in International
2: City. House of Pancakes. So <laughs> yeah, why yeah, is there whole thing. Why is there no houses for other foods? I anyway. took a
1: field trip there when I was in elementary school. The IHOP. Uh-huh. Isn't oh, wow. that funny? That's and we were weird. able to like put well, whatever we Wayne's wanted bro. on top of it. That's, That's no, where our tax dollars,
2: hard at work, field tripping to the IHOP.
1: <laughs> well, it was like to show career readiness. Okay. Like it was like- <laughs> Like you could could work work
0: in a service industry. Correct. uh, Yes. I I can't believe that is
2: the best field trip. I want to. That would be a fun field trip. I think I'd be willing to take a field trip after this podcast to the IHOP. Do they have one? They have one. Yeah. Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. Uh, Next question. Have you ever tried to beat the arrival time initially given to you when you enter a destination into the Apple Maps? Every time.
0: Yes. And by the way. Uh, no because i would never use apple maps i don't oh. really use google maps ugh apple, <sighs> apple maps is is uh is if you budget. didn't see joanna's face she gave you the yuck face yeah disdain what yeah, what
1: apple what, maps
2: you so see your apple maps and your yeah. google maps totally 100% it's like the hatfields and the mccoys what's the difference i use whatever pops up when i type in a dress.
0: uh apple maps is uh like renting a you know, a little low budget <laughs> rental car that can barely make it out of the out of the parking lot. Google Maps is like a nice Tesla.
1: Oh that, my uh, gosh. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Next question. Okay.
0: Google knows everything. The, so I mean, like, why wouldn't you want Google Maps? I'm being dead serious right now. Okay. Apple Maps, I don't on, like the way it looks. Don't, I don't I, like the no, way it's I, formatted. It's just, off it just
1: all head. everything's fueled by everything. There's no like one thing anymore.
0: Yes, there is. Google. Okay. Well,
1: whatever. Go
2: okay, on. but let's go. Some people the use route. Waze. So but Waze yeah. is
0: Google. It's powered by Google. Oh, there, well, there let's, go. It it is. Let's go real quick to the question though. The question is, do we ever try to beat the time? One hundred percent. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> I just did the other day, and isn't it aggravating when you like are you think you're doing really good and the time just ticks down and da- It doesn't tick down.
0: It's pretty close now, though. It's pretty amazing how like yeah because it knows when you should be on a highway and when you're on country roads and stuff like that it's kind of eerie the other reason i'll look up stuff on maps is to prove it wrong like i'll look at stuff and then i'll go that's not the shortest way and i'll go backwards and all that and i won't listen to it so (laughs) uh what is your favorite place to take a nap my couch don't take them ew i'm sorry i don't that's that's wrong I always felt like, I mean, even from the littlest kid, I can remember feeling like I'd be missing out on something. Mm, I oh. love I a nap. nap. Oh, I'm my, all my about. My favorite
1: pillow, my favorite blanket. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like it on the right side of the couch.
2: Yeah. I I have taken, Joanna, you're a true napper if you have taken more than one nap in a single day. In a single 24-hour period, have you ever taken more than one nap? <laughs>
1: What if it's a nap that I woke up from for just a second and then fell back asleep? <laughs> Do
2: you ever take that nap where you're like, "Oh, and and, and then you like you're like, well, I'm going to go upstairs and go to bed."
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. That's well, that's not a nap. That's just I've that's started pre-game. sleeping. Yeah, exactly, on the couch.
0: <laughs> I just started sleeping on the couch. And
1: Kevin will just like poke my shoulder like, "Hey, Time to move upstairs. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I wait. What time does this normally happen, guys?
0: Like six p.m.
2: Seven, oh, I usually have,
1: around seven forty-five.
2: I am an equal opportunity napper. I will nap at every time of the day. If
1: oh, it's naps. After 6 I like
2: 6 p.m. It. It's
0: not a nap. It's early bed.
1: Sure. Yeah. Nap time, though. I just nap whenever June naps. Still. <laughs>
0: yeah. There you go. There you that go. was
1: like that the was... best piece of advice I ever got. And yeah. eight years later, I'm still doing it. I have great kids that nap. June's great. eight. No, well, Finn. Like I've been, I've been doing (laughs) it since we had Finn. (laughs) He's not napping, is he? Sometimes. Oh yeah, my kid's nap.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Especially
1: when he can't handle himself anymore, I'm just like, would you just fall asleep? Like you're just tired.
0: Solomon does not nap anymore. I don't think he'd go to sleep if we didn't. I don't even think he'd go to bed at night if we didn't make him. He's like robot. Like
1: Kramer, he's like, I'm gonna sleep this amount of time and not. How many of you have?
2: Have you guys ever woken up from a nap and feel like you got hit by a truck? That's the worst. Yeah, well, yeah. you don't because you... I don't really do it. And that's... But I, when I have... You're out like tending to the bees or something. Joanne yeah. and I, we like naps. No,
0: yes. I waste time. But I don't... Yeah. I, I, I can still waste
2: time. I sometimes wake up and I'm like, what happened?
1: I don't think a nap's wasting time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a big waste of time. It is not. Okay. Uh, it's prioritizing my health. What brand of toothpaste yeah, you do you use? I don't know that.
1: why someone wants
0: to know that. What brand of toothpaste do we use? I use Tom's non-fluoride.
1: I use Sensodyne because my gums are, my teeth are <laughs> sensitive.
0: Don't make fun of Joanna's you know, sensitive this is gums. Weird, though. I do feel like this is personal. I feel like that's a very personal question. Really? Yeah, I do. Jack, I did why. you ask this because question? You know why? Have you just I know been why. Curious? Because the <laughs> only I way to know the, to, to know the answer to that question is you have to go into someone's bathroom and open up a drawer. I think yeah. that's why I'm like Ooh, that's a
1: very personal question. This is a
0: Chad question. Do oh, no, you I keep my
1: toothpaste out?
0: Do you
2: open up <laughs> a uh, when you're at a friend's house, do you open up their medicine cabinet?
1: No. Do you? So yeah. Have you ever
0: <laughs> I think hey, I have. Has he ever come over for dinner? Because you better just, go check I your just medicine rewound. cabinet.
1: I'm not sure. I, I don't
0: I think I I think I do. I think I have. <laughs> Chad, that's horrible. I'm that is the- a horrible thing
2: to do. Don't hey, do that. Hey, I'm in there.
1: I didn't think I needed to say anything, but just so we're clear, if it ever happens, please don't.
2: Hey, if you invited me over to the house and I have access to this room, I have access to everything. I'm not. I'm not like <laughs>
1: you. No, put it
0: on your deodorant.
1: Okay, we're gonna have to cut this. That's not how oh. that works. Now, see, actually, I sharing guarantee- deodorant. I'm not opposed to that.
0: Oh, I would never share deodorant. Oh, Joanna. Gosh. Right, you, okay. I can't. I, I can't. There's Tell
1: no. Tell com- us in the comments how comfortable. <laughs>
2: Okay, in the comments, do you open up someone's medicine cabinet if you're in I, their bathroom? I
0: can 100% tell you the answer will be no, 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 you need help, no, no. <laughs> I, no one does this, Chad. To be fair, I don't think you I do like it, but I, I'm, I'm trying to think that I th- I'm i certain I have. I'm uh, certain. Well, I'm calling you right now up to something greater <laughs> with your life, and you need to not do that. That's not good. Now I just want to go over to your house and
2: open your medicine cabinet. no. Uh, what type of wildlife are you most afraid of? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like birds. None Does of that them. count? <laughs> no, none of them. Any kind. They're too unpredictable. You never know where they're going with those wings.
0: Well, you've never had one fly in, do you have you?
1: Well, like, so we lived in Minneapolis for a while, and there was like always like, uh. There's hordes another Seinfeld by the way. Hordes,
2: together. hordes, or you know pigeons.
1: what I mean? They, yeah. they birds of a, a feather flock together. Yeah, 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 that's
2: why I think it's a, a flock, gang. not a horde.
1: And so I would literally, I'd just cross the street and walk on the other side because, like, that's so many you don't know what they're going to no, do.
0: They're pretty unpredictable. Pigeons, Ugh. like a gang of pigeons, or geese.
1: They're mean.
0: Oh my gosh, that's, that's another sign. So amazing. No kind and the bird, birds. the pigeon, or the bird mm-hmm. flew in the lane So
2: wait a minute. Wait a minute. The so with the birds flocking and and everything like that are. It, like, Joanna, like, do you have... Is this stem from
0: something?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Oh,
0: Jason, what, what wildlife? I, uh, uh, probably snakes. Uh, Do without them. Yeah. Big time. I could do How without them. How many
1: times have do you run into snakes?
0: Down south, a lot more than up here.
1: Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. But up here... I mean, I don't know why it makes sense. Probably because more of them live uh, there. There's way more and
0: there. Yeah. I think there's way more. And there's more um, venomous ones down south, too.
2: Do you know, the more south you go the more I feel like it's, it's like, like awesome. <laughs> I was going to say the more South you go Wild. on this planet, the all, more awful the animals get. What so, if you
0: end up, you just keep going South, you end up at the South pole.
2: Well, well yeah. I was thinking more like
0: Australia, like look at Australia. That, that is, that is that, is, those, those are some awful animals. My snakes, only context scorpions. is Bluey. Australia is like Sienna. My daughter has said she's like I don't understand why anyone would want to live there. I mean, it really is wilderness. Yeah, and there happens to be millions of people. But Guys, there are Bluey
1: some. and Bluey's family look like they're doing. I think doing he's great New Zealand.
0: In- is he Bluey? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it, but I think he's New Zealand. I when it comes to animals, I think Isn't I'm. Isn't that afraid. Australia? New Zealand? I don't think so. No, <laughs> it's a different kind. It's a separate. Here's country. another question. All How good our... are you
1: at geography? Not very. I'm good. I'm really good at geography. <laughs> I'm not good at all. All of our isn't New
0: Lee Zealand friends... in South America? We've got an LCBC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, New Zealand is not. Oh New my Zealand goodness! Is I'm just kidding. Off the coast of Australia. Well,
1: now I'm not sure you are.
0: We've got a group of people in New Zealand mm-hmm. who watch LCBC in a movie theater. Get out. Uh uh-uh. uh Maybe well, they I mean, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, they could be. I'm just if saying. If you like, listen to the podcast, friends, if
2: this is one of our New Zealand families, like, mm-hmm. please uh, I did comment a, on the podcast. I did
0: an interview when I released my book 2017. I did an interview with uh, some radio station in New Zealand. That was fun. That was my most fun interview, like, kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. They're I've, fun, man. I am just a yeah, huge Kiwi. fan they're of Kiwis. New Zealand. They're, they're called Kiwis. Really? Yeah. And they kind of talk Australian. Oh, I love that because I love Lord of the Rings. And, I,
2: and Lord of the Rings was filmed in Here New Zealand. Here we go. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the Bobby.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
2: That's amazing. I want to go um I, I have I have scoped out visiting New Zealand in the past.
0: It's gorgeous there. You know, that's where the Lord of the Rings. Did you just say that? No, <laughs> that's just... okay.
1: Do you think people are still <laughs> listening to us that. at this no, point? No, well, they're
0: totally not. <laughs> this is for us right now. Uh I love
2: New Zealand. Okay. What is the most disgusting thing you have ever eaten?
1: I don't know. I I like don't eat things that are disgusting.
2: Oh, I was in student men, so I've eaten. Lots I know, of and like plants. I remember
1: hosting one weekend, and they were like, "Hey, we're doing." Would you gag crickets or whatever grasshoppers oh, yeah. or something? I've eaten oh, yeah. those, and yeah. I was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing that."
0: They were candy covered, and
1: they're though. like for the yeah. kids. I was like, "No, yeah, no, I, that's not for the kids. We're I not. I'm not that. doing that."
2: I had invented a whole game called "Is it nougat or thorax?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is thorax?
2: It's it's like grasshopper a part of the, like it's a it's like the grasshopper spinal cord i think
1: oh no <laughs> no abdomen.
2: so you had to eat it and decide if it was nougat or thorax
1: <laughs> no
2: and uh.
0: you didn't play in cambodia they would sell these huge spiders on the side of the road that they were grilled and all that i don't think i ate i don't think i ate one of those so um but in africa i ate certain meats that were pretty nasty um, I remember playing a game
2: I, I ate blood sausage that was that was awful, and it was out of a can too it 's not like it was quality ooh gross so chad
0: awful it was awful uh <laughs>
2: now to it. I had s-
1: boiled peanuts once that, <laughs> that is, is not great. You know. you're
2: welcome <laughs> <laughs> opening your eyes, expanding your your palate um whatever you say man okay so so people also wanted to know some serious questions here, so like how do you keep? A, a God's timing focus in, in an instant gratification world. I thought that was an interesting question.
0: Yeah, I like that question.
1: I feel like you just made a hard right turn. Yeah, I did
0: man I prep did. us for that?
2: Well, consider yourself prepped. How do you, do you? I'll read it again. How do you keep God's timing and in, in focus in an instant gratification world? So basically, like, how do you how do you have patience waiting on God when everything is supposed to happen like you know? have it your way right way right now like instant gratification the microwave world and god's timing is more like a crock pot
0: it is the metaphor you know that's used so much in the in the scriptures of spiritual health and and what god wants to do in is fruit mm. i'm the vine you're the branch you know galatians 5 the fruit of the spirit um fruit implicitly i think it's very intentional about that metaphor because fruit takes time to grow a long time and um i i guess i would just it, i i would probably just suggest that we we get we see the value in the growth period of the waiting for the fruit to happen i think mm-hmm. sometimes the reason why it's hard to be patient is because we've already got our mind made up on the thing we want to see happen and we're missing we're missing The I mean, I'm not trying to be cliched on that one, but Mm -hmm. we're kind of missing the journey of it all and that there's stuff to be done. It's kind of like, honestly, it's it's the same principle of getting to the promised land after they're enslaved. And you're so focused on the promised land. You know where you want to go. You want to know where you go. You want to know that you're going to be there and go there. And it's the years in the desert, though, Mm -hmm. that actually prepared them to finally get in there. And so, again, I think it's more just saying, hey, God, this isn't my timing. So what do you want to do in me now that couldn't be done any other way unless I was there? So, I don't know, it would just be changing your perspective that this is the valuable mm-hmm. space.
1: Yeah, and sometimes God's timing. Well, and actually even in my own life, most times God's timing just also is giving me something better that oh, I wouldn't have good. that I would have potentially missed out on going more of an instant gratification or taking it into my own hands or you know what I mean. So, I think that too. Like sometimes I like that. You can miss out.
2: What is the best advice you have for the next generation? And I don't think that means Star Trek, the next generation, but I think that means like generation. What are we up to now? Generation like, you know.
1: Alpha, I think, right? Is it alpha?
2: Alpha. So what do you guys, <laughs> let's imagine generation alpha. All the children of generation alpha have gathered around. <laughs> and All right, ready. Here's,
0: here's what I say. I'm going to quote Paul, what Paul said to Timothy my best advice would be do not let anyone look down on you because you were young. Mm. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. You have power and strength right now. You don't need to wait to make an impact in this world. It's not your future. It is your now. You've been given everything you need today at 15, 16, 21 to move the kingdom of God forward in this world. Um, So don't wait on your turn. Jump in. There are people. There are people to impact right now. You have been. You are a masterpiece created to do good works in this world. Not someday. This day. Wow. So, do not let anyone look down on you because you're young. That is so much better than my advice. I was going to say, open up a Roth IRA.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's wow. pretty good too.
2: Actually, okay. I, I was, would just add. I was going to talk about compounding interest, but okay, oh, yeah, whatever. That's
1: pretty good. I would just add to what you said, Jason. Just don't wait till you feel qualified. Like, and I think that's a little bit of what you're getting at too. Like I think so many times, like it's just easy to wait till you feel qualified. Yeah. I love
0: that. You just have to start somewhere. It's funny. I didn't even think that pragmatically, but now that you got me thinking that way, now my brain's going a thousand different directions. Oh yeah. go. Like your, your friends, you become like your friends that you hang out with. So, um, yeah, make sure that you, your friends matter more than anything else, man, right now. So, so, um uh, you know, make sure that they are are they the kind of people you want to be like because you're gonna be like them. Absolutely. Um I don't know. There's well, that could take that a thousand different
1: ways. I used cars. Like Ooh. that's another thing you yeah. already
2: said. Yeah. Unless uh, you have a million dollar net worth. I, I've heard that said somewhere.
0: Avoid as much debt as you can possibly avoid. Um some of it may, may may be necessary, but do whatever you can to get out of college with as little debt as possible and just do whatever you can. If you got to work more, work more. If you got to go apply for more scholarships, and some of you might not be able to, that's all right, because that's investment. College is an investment, not an experience. So hmm. sometimes you need to, you know, look at it as an investment. You know, um, not an experience. Um, and so you may need to take out some debt in order to invest, and you'll get that money paid back at some point. But the better you can, the proverbs say that a slave, uh, sorry, that the the the, the, the Person who receives money in debt, the debtor is enslaved to the lender. So just remember that. Um, and I just don't want you to be enslaved for a long time to Visa. But.
1: Well, and some of that goes back to instant gratification, God's timing.
0: Totally. Yo, oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: There's a-
2: yeah. That is good. Um, what is a passage uh, from the Bible that you find yourself going back to over and over again?
0: Man. Um, you go, Joanna.
1: Yeah. So I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's whatever the last Psalm is. Can someone help me out? It's like Psalm 150. Is that how many psalms there are? Mm -hmm. So basically that Psalm just says over and over again, like, I'll praise the Lord. I'll praise him in his sanctuary. Like, uh, there's a part where it's like, sound the trumpet, sound the horns. Like I will just continue praising. And anyway, kind of stumbled on that Psalm probably last year. And it just seemed also simple to memorize. Like I was reading a book where it's like, Great Psalms to memorize. Mm. Um, and I just love the heartbeat of that. So like trying to take that into my everyday where it's just like, yeah, just praise the Lord. pray, him, pray Praise him in his highest heaven. That's um,
0: I like yeah. that. That's great.
1: And it really just says that over and over again, which also made it really easy to memorize. And I appreciate that.
2: I like that. Chase?
0: Uh, the one that I've probably gone back to more than anything else the last two years is Ephesians 3, 7, and 8. And Paul says, uh, I've been given the privilege of um of serving god by spreading the gospel i'm paraphrasing a little bit here yeah it says though i am the least deserving of all god's people he's given me the privilege he repeats that twice of telling others the good news of jesus there's so much there's so much i love about that i love um that it frames everything we do as followers of jesus to Advance the mission of Jesus as a privilege. It's not a chore. It's not a job. It's not a burden. It's a privilege. It's a gift. Um, I love that. I love that Paul says, "Though I'm the least deserving." Um, I get that. Like, mm. you know, I, uh, I know who I am. I know that, and that, and mm. yet I feel so empowered to know that, man. God's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for willing people. So I love that. Yeah. So, anyways, that one to keep coming back to.
2: Um for me it's romans it's Romans eight and uh I was looking for the exact you know passages eight i think it's thirty one through thirty eight I think I saw um but it's it's nothing can separate us from from god's love uh as represented through christ jesus our lord mm-hmm. and and it goes you know Paul goes through such painful details to explain just how from depths nor life nor angels nor demons now like the like the scope he's painting is just so wide to, to kind of illustrate how, and it's almost comical how broad he's making it to say like nothing can separate you none of these things and and it's this it's a very sing-songy like you know not this not this not this not this and and for me who grew up in a church that was um, and I loved my church growing up so nothing nothing against them but uh, I I believed a, a certain belief system that you know God was looking for excuses to kick me out and i i believed that and so i i believed that i i was on eggshells with with my god and that his love was very conditional and that passage is one of those passages that i cling to when some of those beliefs come up again where it's like uh god's just waiting to to smack me and it's like no that's not the love that just paul just described there in christ jesus i love that so um so when uh when are you aware of God's presence the most? Is it in nature, during worship, when praying, stargazing, uh, or out with family and friends? Who's stargazing? Like that's funny. I like that. I I want to do stargazing anyway. So where, where do you see where do you see God's presence the most?
1: Yeah, for me it's like in through music worshiping, whether that's at church on a weekend or in the car or at home, just like those moments when those like lyrics just catch you.
0: Mm, I like that. Uh, worship is definitely one for me. And then the second, this is going to sound weird, but when I see moments, <laughs> I, I actually don't know how to articulate this. Um, When I see moments of people that are uh, extraordinarily gracious and forgiving when they have faced some of the worst things possible. And my wow. heart is always very moved by that. So that could be in a sometimes i'm watching it um but sometimes it's personal like i it's a story i hear Mm -hmm. like from someone here at the church and um or i'm the receiving end of it and i know that i've done and jenny gives me grace in the way that and i become very aware my heart gets real soft in those do you know why that is
2: do you know why i think it's we see our fingerprints of our god yeah when when we see people that are overcoming when see, we see people that are experiencing gargantuan things that no one should be able to lift and they're lifting it i think it's when we see the awesome raw power of our god it like yeah. it's like you you see the the reflection of our god and it's like that that's powerful
0: yeah i think it's when when i see someone who's gone through really intense pain and suffering and they are are Um, their faith is very strong. Like that, just that gets me. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's that's, good.
2: That's so good. Chad, what um, about you? Oh, um, you know, okay, it's it's very cliche. I get it. Um, uh, but uh, for me, it's when I'm near the ocean. Um, Mm -hmm. there's something that for the the ocean communicates to me God probably more than anything else, Uh, and it's something we call like natural revelation. So it's Mm -hmm. like God just presents Himself, you know, just in nature and. So when I go to the beach and when I see the ocean it communicates two things to me. Uh my children can go and play in the the waters. The, right at the very edge of the, the the beach. They can go splash and play in the water or they can go boogie boarding, they can do all that kind of stuff. And is the ocean safe? Yeah, the ocean's very safe. Like you can absolutely play in the in the wake. But is the ocean also incredibly incredibly powerful? Absolutely. Is it enormous more than my brain can possibly be, possibly fathom. And so when I sit there looking at the ocean, I see both sides of God. I see He is the God that that laps on my feet, love, love, loves me like you know, it loves me more tenderly than, than anyone else on this planet. But he is not to be trifled with either. He is also the mighty God of the universe and he is more powerful and more big then I can possibly comprehend. And the ocean communicates both those sides to me. That's so, cool. I love that. So that's
0: what I... I love that. <laughs> Let me ask you an ocean question real quick, a beach question. Would you <laughs> consider the Great Lakes the beach? Oh, I don't. I, I don't I think I think the either.
1: beach has to be an ocean. That's how I feel. So it's funny. When we lived in Minnesota... There's some
2: Michiganders right now that are really angry at well, us. Well, when
1: we lived in Minnesota, like our friends would be like, oh my gosh, like let's go to the beach.
0: And you were like, like, "Wait, what do you mean? Well, that's like 19 hours away."
1: Yeah, like we can't go to the beach. And they're like, like, "Oh, no, you know like Lake, lake Huron." Cal- <laughs> yeah, Lake Calhoun or whatever, like that oh, was the closest oh, one to us. it wasn't
0: even the Great Lakes.
1: No. Well, so. they have 10,000 in Minnesota, you know. That's, that's the true, the thing. land of 10,000 lakes. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't think that that's the beach. <laughs> Who
0: would want to go to the to a lake in Minnesota? No, they're
1: they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I've seen them. I they're don't... pretty
0: and they're mosquito-ridden. Uh,
1: well, I well, not I don't if you go ice fishing, I don't know. I think that's just how I grew up, though. When we went to the beach, we went to the ocean. So yeah. I think it's just a difference. Of, I like, think of
0: Minnesota having for. maybe three, possibly four swimmable days in a given calendar year.
1: <laughs> no, they have summer, just like we would have summer in Pennsylvania. Uh,
0: it's, no, that's not why summer they're like, like Alabama.
1: Bridge, that's why their bridges well, collapse, just because they, they have extreme cold uh,
0: Just because
2: they
1: have summer hot. doesn't
2: mean that it's enjoyable. So
0: Yeah, like, summer is like 74, isn't it?
1: In Minnesota, yeah, no, it'd be like 80s, 90s. Oh, it really? It? Yeah, they have like they live in like two very extreme.
2: If you are from Miss Minnesota, okay. let us know in the comments because clearly, Jason and I don't know what we're talking about. I've been about. to Minnesota;
0: it's I probably the most beautiful, cleanest landscape mm-hmm. <laughs> I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, Minneapolis, at least when we lived there, it was a gorgeous, green, very clean, Green, city. green, green. Yeah. I
2: don't know. I, I grew up in Snyder County, Pennsylvania. That was Snyder pretty, County? Yeah. Never been. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: not quite as green, not quite as, you know, lush, but
0: well, so Kevin Mahan's campus pastor at our Mannheim campus here, and he's a Michigander. And he calls the Great Lakes mm-hmm. something like the Middle Coast. Or so he, he has some name for it. No. It's like the mid, like you got the East Coast, the West Coast, and the Middle Coast. No. Stop it. I feel the same way. Like, I don't think. Stop it. That's not the beach. No. It's a lake. No.
1: The people will let us know in the comments. So let's
2: do this question then. I have been called back to Christianity. So someone says, uh, like, you know, that they walked away, but they've been called back. What should I do next? So the just starting, it's just starting back in their faith journey. What do you think the the important things that, that you could take into consideration or what advice would you give them, you know, just coming back to faith?
0: I would say what anybody, what I'd say to anybody, which is, um, throw yourself into knowing Jesus now and following Jesus. And so you've oh, made good. a decision, you've made a decision to trust Jesus with your life. You've made a decision, or maybe you're kind of making that decision, I should say, um, I would say jump into the gospel writings, the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and and spend time with Jesus and get to know Jesus. Because if you get to know Jesus, you know God. Because um, no one has ever seen God. This is what it says in the book of John. No one has ever seen God except his son has made him known to us. So um, uh, surround yourself. So I would say that. Second, I would say surround yourself. Find a church family. I don't know if you're part of LCBC or maybe you're listening from somewhere else. Um, find a group of people who a tribe who will walk the same direction as you that's critically important right now find a group of people who want who want to walk the same direction as you so that's tremendous yeah, I love that alright
2: uh, we love answering your questions we're going to be answering more in uh, upcoming episodes uh, but thank you so much for contributing mailbag uh, to the <laughs> LCBC Live Change Podcast mailbag don't forget to leave comments, subscribe, share, and that's how we get the podcast out. And stay tuned for season two is coming out really soon.
1: Now I want someone to send us a real letter,
2: like an actual oh, physical yeah. I want to letter, See someone,
0: like in uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, where they just walk in. If you send room. us yeah. a letter, we
2: may read it. So yeah. just as, as as a heads up. So uh, as as I like to say, always, like you know, now that your life changed by Christ, live that change out. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to follow the show, send today's episode to a friend, and leave a review. The Live Changed podcast is produced by LCBC Church. LCBC stands for Lives Changed by Christ. We are one church in multiple locations across Pennsylvania. For more information about LCBC, resources from this episode, and ways to grow in your relationship with Jesus, go to lcbcchurch.com.